0: You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day, and I like to start off just with taking a deep breath because so much of our lives are going and doing, and I just want to be for a minute and take a deep breath. So I'm just going to take a deep breath. Do it with me, if you will. And we're just going to release any negative energy, any worries, any tension that we might be feeling in our bodies. And I just want to express how excited I am uh, with my guest today to share with you. Um, I have a Dr. uh, Elspeth. Moit and a Freddie Zentel Weaver who have this phenomenal book called Sexual Enlightenment and really are going to share some insights into the program and the work that they're doing to really uplift us spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, so that we can recreate our relationships because so much of the pandemic and the distancing and the quarantine and you know, the lack of, of contact has really impacted us in, in many more ways than we realize. And so I just want everyone to know that if you're out there, if you're struggling with isolation, anxiety, depression, you are not alone. I'm here to help. I'm a psychologist with over 25 years of experience. And I'm also an advocate of the daily use of CBD. Everyone knows that I talk about the uh, Benefits that I've had personally with CBD and the clients that I'm always recommending for CBD, because what it does is it helps us maintain our body's natural homeostasis. And if you're like me, for the last couple of years, we have been out of sync and off balance. And so one of the quick ways to get back in balance is the daily use of CBD. And I really advocate for any type of therapy, coaching, anything that can facilitate and support you in your journey, because we all have our own journeys and we need the support of each other. We need to know that we're enough, that we're worthy and that we're deserving. And that's exactly why I do this show. And so without further ado, I want you to go to my website to check out the coaching that I offer, the, the services that I offer, and that's healthyminds.expert. Uh, and so I'm going to welcome my guest again, Dr. Elsbeth Moyt and Kevin Zentel Weaver. They have assisted thousands of couples and singles creating lasting intimacy and fulfillment in their life and relationships. They are featured on Showtime's documentary series, Sexual Healing, and the Emmy Award-winning NBC show Starting Over. They are best-selling authors of sexual enlightenment, endorsed by world spiritual pioneer, Dr. Michael Beckwith, and the co-founders of the Tantra Nova Institute in Chicago. So they are here with me in Chicago. I love that. Um, They've been nominated as changemaker at the White House-sponsored 2016 United States of Women Summit in Washington, D.C. and Elspeth and Freddie's Zental Art Beloveds, husband and wife, as well as business partners, again, residing in Chicago. And I just want to read this introduction quickly to their book. You know, almost everyone wants more out of their sex lives, whether you're single or partnered. But what if you can improve nearly everything in your life by learning how to access and harness your sexual energy? And that's really what this sexual enlightenment is all about. So if you're ready to achieve sexual enlightenment, then you want to listen to what uh, they have to say. So welcome so much. Uh, Thank you for joining me, Dr. Elsbeth and Freddie. And um, tell me, where did this whole idea and concept of sexual energy come from?
1: I love it.
2: Hi, Doctor. Good to see you and have have us on your show. Thank you so much.
1: Hi, Dr. Erica. (laughs)
2: Welcome. Yeah, we've had our institute for 21 years here in Chicago but the concepts of using sexual energy to get more deeply connected to what we most deeply desire has been around for a long time. In our book, we actually talk about um, Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, which, which was written like in 1938 about how to create wealth in your life, financial wealth. He talks about in one section, very briefly, he, it's he, a little patriarchal, but he says, so the person, let's say the person who is able to transmute sexual energy to apply to creating wealth is lucky indeed. He doesn't go into how you do that, but that's what we do. <laughs> uh, and so we're going imp- to unpack that uh, today.
1: Yeah. And it's much, much older. It really, that awareness of that we can harness sexual life was energy really comes from Asian traditions uh, that are you know, 5, 6,000 years ago. And so we call ourselves Tantra Nova because we are the new Tantra. And we'll speak more, unfold more about Tantra, which is the yoga of the energetic body. unlike the yoga that we are so familiar with here in the West, that's the yoga of the physical body. So imagine if you could learn how to tune with the frequencies that the life force energy that runs through at all times. Otherwise, you wouldn't be alive. And so we'll unpack that, and perhaps we are going to share with you a little bit. Dr. Erica, you asked how we came to all of this, how we, you know, came to sharing this message of sexual enlightenment. Is that okay? I love it. I love okay. it. Ready.
2: All right. So, well, (laughs) the curriculum that we have now, I was really first introduced to these practices when I was 13 years old, living in Hawaii, going through my puberty and spending a lot of time in the shower. (laughs) And so, well, my father at the time was a practicing psychiatrist and uh, he took pity on me, you know, in the shower, spending so much time and gave me a book to read on how to learn sexual meditation integrating meditation and sex practices, ritual practices. So I loved it, my girlfriend loved it. I had this ambivalence about my capacity to play at the college level. I was an athlete, and played basketball. Uh, And so in doing the practices, I was able through the practices to, in using what happens in the altered state of consciousness in the sexual experience in terms of our uh, emotions, we're more loving, open, vulnerable, chemically were changed, more oxytocin, endorphin, serotonin, I was able to get more deeply unmasked to what my belief system was about my own ability and capacity. And while I went on to play college ball and scholarship, and after college, I kept doing these practices and reading books and applying these principles in my personal relationships. And I was in the software business in San Francisco for a long time. And the first 10 years, it was great and fun. After about 15, it was just a job. Uh, And so what I knew about my own engagement and and aliveness about my life was missing. So in a quest to find that and get that back, I took a job with a company in Chicago. I was in San Francisco. They moved me here and that was 21 years ago. At the time I was single online looking for Shakti, a female Tantra partner. And I didn't know it at the time, but I really came here to meet Elspeth and uh, six months to the day we met, we pooled our resources and founded Tantra Nova Institute. That was 21 years ago. And thusly, we worked with uh, singles and couples, thousands and thousands all over the world, corporate groups, uh, individuals. Uh, and we are teaching these practices of how we can use what we are all just God-given with in terms of this sexual energy. And we all are familiar with it. Uh, yet we kind of, for the last hundred or so years, or Ever we've been procreating, creating life, the last hundred or so years, recreating with the development of contraceptives. And what we're teaching is how we can co-create with this energy. So when you bring consciousness to the sexual, what shows up is creativity and pleasure in areas of life that seem completely unrelated to sex in the simple process of living. And we'll get into unpacking that further, but it's a great way to get past our belief systems and our energetic system of how we live from the past into the now, into the future. But what connects us though is this capacity to dream and imagine something that's never been before in our lives. Beautiful. I love
0: that. I love that. Um you were talking about how when you're in that sexual energy, it frees you. And I think so much of the barrier sometime with intimacy has to do with those mental blocks that mm-hmm. they can't move past the anger or the resentment or whatever emotions they might be experiencing either present or past and they're not present in that moment of the experience
1: Mm -hmm. yes yes actually you know that this show is called master your mind isn't it yes Mm -hmm. so let's further expand that master our mind master our emotions and master our sexual energy Now, mastering is never controlling, because when we control, we force. Mastery is actually being in the flow, being aware, being conscious, and mastering something instead of being mastered by that something, like by my incessant thoughts, or by my overwhelming emotions, or by that impulse of that sexual energy that I need to do something with it, you know, otherwise I cannot live one more moment, uh, or it's suppressed. So, um, So in that sense, what we get to tap into is our physical sexual self, our emotional love self, and our mental, spiritual, or consciousness self, and learn to master, connect with these wonderful energies that run through us at all times, and then we can get to play with them, you know, just like a flute. But before we go deeper there, what about if I share a little bit more how I came to be sitting here with you today and having the audacity to talk about sexual enlightenment? I would love that. Mm -hmm. yeah so you know dr erica i wish i would have had a dad who would have given me a book on sex consciousness when i was 13 years old far from it i don't know about you but that was not customary in our household um as you probably can tell whoever's listening today Uh, From my accent that I didn't grow up in the United States, I was raised in Germany, born and raised in Germany and came to the United States in my late 20s to do postgraduate work in music. And uh, a few years later, I got my doctorate in education and then moved into management consulting. And that uh, management consulting that my moving into this was in the 90s, and I got really good at consulting over time, but I was miserable in relationship. I had this pattern of attracting unavailable men, and while that was exciting, most of the time I was alone, and there came a very distinct moment in my life where I felt very despaired because I could see the trajectory, if I was not gonna change that pattern, I would end up without lasting intimacy and love in my life before I leave this planet. And I just didn't want that. So I delved deeply into meditation and then into the study of Tantra that I was familiar with from books, but I had never really immersed myself in the study as a discipline. And what opened up through this immersion was deep healing. There are very particular practices in the tantric tradition that allow us to tap into old wounding, into, you know, perhaps experiences that have to do with our sexual self, with our intimate self, that we often cannot access from our conscious mind because they live on that cellular cellular memory bank, so it's not accessible through speaking. So what I discovered there was that I had held distrust towards men. And I was not aware of that. I was very charming, I looked very inviting, you know. Um, however, underneath there was something that was not visible to me, you know, to the mere eye. It's something in the subconscious. And in that healing, in that ritual, what came back to me just like as a nanosecond memory was when I was 18 years old. First boyfriend, first love. We had a very pleasant, very blissful relationship. And the, then he asked me to have intercourse. I said, yes, although I was not ready. And then it was freaking painful. I had to go to the gynecologist and the bill from the gynecologist went to my house. My dad opened it, all hell broke loose. He called me a whore. The boyfriend left shortly after the whole experience. So there I was totally alone, no soul to turn to. And that was the time when I closed off my heart, my sexual center. Now, this is not a conscious act. This is an act to cope, to cope with that pain, emotional pain, physical pain, the sense of loss, all of that. And so I did some therapy around that experience uh, in my 30s, and that was very helpful because there was someone who took me really serious and who was on my side and I could share and express myself so I thought it was all complete however as I said earlier I could not speak about something that was in my subconscious that was remembered you know on the cellular level actually in my sexual center as I discovered in my Tundra healing and so What Mm -hmm. opened up in place, you know, once that you spoke earlier in the introduction of releasing energies that no longer serve us, you know, that keep us constricted, it was a huge release energetically, emotionally, of course, first very painful, both physically and emotionally, often when we tap into these memories, however, it was just like opening a valve where the steam gets more intense and then fizzles out. In the same way, the experience shot up. I felt it and then it fizzled out. And in that fizzling out, it was released and cleared. And what opened up instead of it was deeper trust in myself, then deeper trust in men. And then six months later, Freddie came into my life. And you know, Dr. Erica, I believe I would not have recognized him as a potential partner because he was available and that would not have fit with my old pattern of attracting and availability. So really I'm all for clearing what no longer serves so that we can become open to the beloved that we either wanna bring into our life or he may be, or she may be already in our life And we may not have been able to fully see them.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the concept of the Tantra and kind of utilizing that either sexual energy to kind of release or different energy practices to release?
2: Yes, absolutely. So it's uh, this story that Elsbeth shares is just a perfect example because she had gotten after the experience later in life with through therapy, she had gotten some very actionable insights about where this comes from and what it is. And it's good to know that yet energetically how this stuff lives for us is almost like the color of our eyes. It's so deeply rooted. So what happens in what we teach are particular uh, principles around meditation, Uh, So what tantra is, is one of the original yogas of the energetic body, and it's all energy. Our thoughts are just, you know, our bodies are just a denser form of it, but our thoughts do have energy body to them. I mean, we can have a thought about something, get sad or angry or uh, anxious uh, just at the thought of it, and we have a physical reaction to that. That's the cascading, total felt sense of the thought. So these deeply rooted thoughts are really rooted in our reaction and in our neurosynaptic system. So when we teach how to be connected to your breath, particular type of breathing, uh, energy in terms of energy and how it shows up in our body and in our breathing and in our thoughts. uh, And with intention, we teach a particular ritual on how to work with your sexual energy, either with yourself or with a partner. It's not mutual lovemaking, and it doesn't take the place of that. It's a particular practice that allows the receiver to tap into being with their sexual energy and the altered state of that energy to get more deeply connected to, again, these blind spots, this emotional and energetic piece that we often can't get to just linguistically or left brain analytically. So this is the whole idea of how tantra can lead one and sex consciousness practices can lead one to seeing and getting to something as a way of shifting it at a very deep level Mm -hmm. that otherwise you can't get to through talking or thinking or understanding. Mm -hmm.
1: Let's talk a little bit more about energy because the tantric practice is about tuning with one's own energy. None of us had a course in high school or college about human energy. You know we learn about nuclear energy, electrical energy, thermal energy, but we don't learn about our own human energy, although it's the most powerful energy there is because it brings forth life. nuclear energy cannot do that. it can destroy whole countries but not bring forth life so so we want to tap and learn how to connect with that energy, and it shows up in different ways in our being in in the human being. So the first way how it shows up is in our body, we call it then a sensation, like orgasm is a sensation. You know, it's a frequency that has us feel a certain way. There's some very important part for men to learn in the tantric practice, to learn to separate ejaculation from orgasm. We see this in a collapsed way as if they were the same, they aren't. Ejaculation is a reflex in the pelvic floor that goes off and that actually Uh, you know, promotes then the ejaculation.
2: And in that physical practice of men learning how to do that, the technique and the tools of how to do that, they uncouple the jealousy, the shame, the guilt, the fear, the old love stories. Is it big enough, too big, too hard, too soft? All of the stuff. I mean, our sexual centers... And our energetic selves and emotional selves around that is loaded. Mm-hmm. So once we can bring consciousness again, it opens up a lot, particularly yeah. for the man in this practice of separating ejaculation from orgasm.
1: Yeah. So so to build further on that, so the ejaculation is the reflex in the pelvic floor. The the orgasm is the sensation, the feeling in a, in a man, women too. We can learn how to, with the breath, move that orgasmic nectar into our heart center, become more integrated between our sex and our heart. For many women, it may be the other way around to drop from our heart into our sex to become integrated. Then breathe it up, move it up all the way into the third eye. So we literally become connected in our whole being the second way how energy shows up in human beings is in our emotional self you know emotions are pure frequency we cannot touch them we cannot see them with a mere eye yet we clearly can feel them you know anger love hate joy i mean they have totally different frequencies and once we can tune with ourselves in that way, we can cultivate the beneficial frequencies, the higher frequencies of love, joy, bliss, connection, all of that versus jealousy, envy, embarrassment, fear, anger. Shame. Yeah, and not, not to have these feelings. We are human The question is, how long are we going to hang out in them? Because when I'm angry, the last thing I want is to connect with Freddie intimately, even emotionally intimately. You know, no, he is wrong. I'm right. What? You know, so unless I shift within so that I become connected intimately with myself again, I cannot connect intimately with the other. And what I'm saying right now is so important for couplehood. Because as couples, we can stay in that self-righteousness, in that I feel not being heard, or he did something to me, or I suffer because he doesn't forgive me, because I did something to him. You know, then we are in this, Oh,
2: And it's easy enough to understand these concepts. It's just how do we actually apply them in the moment? You know, how do we actually apply them? So these practices of working with our sexual selves is unique in terms of really, really getting more deeply unmasked because in that intimate vulnerability in the ritual, uh, you you know, in our sexual piece, we're always we're changed. So when you bring these distinctions as a ritual piece, it adds an additional uh, unpacking layer, unpacking the layer, uh, further unpeeling the onion. Uh, you know, so that's what's unique. But a lot of people get confused with sex consciousness in terms of, well, I just want better orgasms, or I want to get deep, more deeply connected with my wife or my, my husband or whatever it might be. Uh, and that will happen. Uh, yet once you bring consciousness to it, that's, that listening starts to show up everywhere in life. Mm-hmm. It's not just in the bedroom. And that's when you get, oh, this is a practice of the way I'm living my life. Because we could teach these practices to nuns and priests if they were vowed to celibacy. It's about being what that energy leads us to in terms of a deeper listening, seeing ourselves and each other, being present in the moment.
1: Yeah. So let's complete these three anchors, you know, the physical, sexual, the love, the emotional love, and then the mental, spiritual or consciousness. Yeah. So that, um, which has to do with our thoughts, what we are thinking about, and thoughts are pure frequency, you know, so are these thoughts having me, or do I have my thoughts? You know, you always say about meditating, and I cannot meditate.
2: Oh, right, people, yeah, I can't meditate, my mind's too busy. And my mind's busy too, and we aren't going to stop that, but we can learn how to watch the thoughts without what we call the total felt sense of the thought. You know, I, can, I can't I can change the weather, but I can change how I feel about it. So once I start to develop the capacity to distinctly witness the energetic stuff and not just be yeah. the energetic stuff or the story, then I can start to what we call flatten it and then move with grace, ease and flow towards what I'm wanting to create more of.
1: So instead of saying, I hate the rain-
2: As an example.
1: That's a conversation, a narrative an interpretation. You know, I want to start watching my thoughts I could say, "Wow, it's raining today." You know,
2: the plants are. Wow, the I'm just
1: going to stay home and make it a movie day or movie night, or I'm going to go out and you know, dance with my way. umbrella and dance in the rain. You know, this is like so where thought and emotion become married. And then they inform each other sometimes I don't know was the thought that led me to a certain state of feeling, or my emotion that was that kicked in and then my thoughts start, you know, so we want to. become aware of it so that we can choose what thoughts we think what feelings we feel what emotions we feel. And bring that awareness to our sexual self because in our sexual self we are just like animals we are impulsive and there's nothing wrong about being impulsive like animals when they you know are in heat that is just what they do there's nothing bad about it right or wrong humans are not any
2: different but it's not like the impulsivity is not going to stop it's just We don't have to buy into it whole hog every time it shows up. And that's the distance that you start to develop in these practices.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really where that, uh, you know, when we speak about sexual enlightenment, that we bring consciousness to the energy because I can choose if I follow the impulse or if I transmute the impulse. And that's by choice.
0: Yeah. Can you just share with us briefly, maybe one energetic exercise that we can do?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would share this with your listeners. So this is a simple breathing practice and it really starts to develop our capacity to see how busy our minds are. Because once we see that, oh, there's something else that's watching my thoughts, then we can keep expanding on that and not so be run by every thought that we have. Okay, and particularly when thoughts come from places that I can prove that dogs aren't trustworthy, because I was bit by a dog when I was five years old. I mean, as an example, or I right. would like to get married, but I was jilted by my wife, and she took the kids and the wife and I, and I could never be because I could never trust it, but I want to, right? So right. it's like, this is the stuff we live in. Okay, so this is the practice, okay. sitting up comfortably, really feeling your sit bones as straight as you're comfortable being, your eyes to be open, closed, your soft focus, bring your awareness to your breath, breathing into your nose trachea, lungs extending into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Maybe put a hand on your belly just to feel that extension as you inhale like a big balloon, feeling your belly extend into your hand. On your inhalation, on your exhalation, follow with your awareness of thought, your breath coming back up and out through your nose in your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Continue to breathe that way. As thoughts come in or distractions come in, just acknowledge them, let them be, come back to your breath, following your breath into your nose, down your trachea, lungs, extending into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Stay with that breathing. I'll keep talking. Following with your awareness, your breath back up and out through your nose in your own pace, depth and rhythm. You are your own witness observer to any thoughts, conversations, interpretations, or meaning. For now, just breathing and being.
1: And following your breath, coming in and going out. And on your next exhalation, Exhale all air, emptying yourself out. Then taking in a deep breath, filling your belly. Notice how your chest fills up all the way to the top of the head. Hold the breath at the top of the head and squeeze your pelvic floor muscles as if you were holding back the urination. Hold the breath, hold the squeeze, Now, let the muscle go and exhale, emptying yourself out. Again, a deep breath in through the nose, filling the belly, the chest to the top of the head. Hold the breath at the top of the head. Squeeze your pelvic floor muscles. Keep squeezing them. Hold the breath. just a little longer. Now let the muscle go and send the breath down and out of your base into the earth. Now take a deep breath in, filling the belly, the chest to the top of the head. And on the exhalation, following the breath down along your spine like trickling water, all the way down and out of your base, into the chair, into the earth, and one more deep cleansing breath from the bottom to the top. And on the exhalation, feel the breath like trickling water moving down along your spine and out of your base into the earth. And then continue breathing in your own rhythm Taking a moment and noticing how you're feeling right now and how your body is feeling. Notice any sensations or whatever else there may be for you right now. I love it.
0: I love it. Can you just tell my listeners where they can learn more about you, the work that you do?
1: Yes. So if you got even more curious mm. with this last practice, uh, then you want to come to our website where we have lots of opportunity, not only when you scroll down on the homepage, page. On TantraNova.com, T-A-N-T-R-A-N-O-V-A, Tantra Nova, the new Tantra, like Supernova, Tantra Nova. When you scroll down on the homepage, you can uh, pick up, write our audiobook Sexual Enlightenment on Audible. Just click there. Then, of course, you can go to our program page. We offer an introductory. Uh, workshop online so from anywhere you can participate in it and there we will take you further into these practices that we just started out a moment ago where you learn about your energy learn how to move that energy and uh, get a greater taste how that may apply to you in your own life as well then also in that intro workshop We talk about, you know, feminine, sexual energy, masculine energy, how it shows up for each of us and how we can learn to be with this energy, move with this energy, use this energy as a healing source and to embellish our pleasure and channel it into our third eye to imbue our projects, our creations in the world.
0: Thank you so much. I just want to say thank you um, again. You all know where to go to get more information. And I just want to say, Dr. Elspeth Moyt and Freddy Weaver, it has been a pleasure to have you. And you are welcome back at any time. Thank you so much for giving up your time. Thanks for listening Thanks, thank to Master you.
1: Your Mind
0: with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?